Before we start today's episode, I need to give a shout out. So we've got a new podcast that will help you get hockey smart. The Crosscheck Podcast, hosted by Andrew Berkshire and Mary Clark, goes deeper into NHL stories more than any other podcast with the help of the smartest minds on ice. Follow the Crosscheck Podcast on the Audacy app or wherever you get your podcast from. So Connor McDavid, it's similar to Jack Eichel, which is it doesn't seem like he's too happy with the Oilers. However, their contracts are very similar in which, yes, he has some power, but the organization also has some power. So could the Devils hypothetically try to make a trade offer to get Connor McDavid? It might require one person that you guys might not like, and also the likelihood is slim to none. So... I'm just putting that out there, but still, it's silly season, it's the offseason, we have nothing more to talk about other than the NHL playoffs in which we weren't uh, able to go to, so why not entertain it since the Edmonton Oilers season is officially over since they got swept, so you know what, let's talk about it, Connor McDavid to the New Jersey Devils, why not, buckle up. You're Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alrighty now, what is up New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer and also Devils writer for the hockey writers, Trey Matthews. And it's currently 3.24 p.m. Eastern Time, May 25th, 2021 at the time of this recording. And guys, we have some playoff updates to give you. So, uh, yeah, um, so far my playoff predictions aren't really going too well. So, if you hadn't checked out the last episode, I basically talked about Alex Ovechkin and him possibly going to the New Jersey Devils since he's going to be an unrestricted free agent. We will talk more about that in a moment. But first, I want to give you guys an update of what's going on in the playoffs. So... Uh, the Boston Bruins uh, move on to the next round as they beat the Washington Capitals. Like I mentioned in the last episode, that's what prompted me to have the discussion about Alex Ovechkin and to see if he would be out the door for the Washington Capitals organization. He's played his entire career there. However, I am a firm believer that he is going to remain with the Capitals. And yeah, there might be some teams that are going to entertain the thought realistically of trying to obtain him. But let's be real, he's not leaving uh, Washington, not under those circumstances. I just don't feel like there's enough reason for him to leave. But, you know, it's fun to talk about silly season stuff like that and just see what could potentially happen for the New Jersey Devils because a boy can dream, can he? Or, you know, you, my listeners, can dream. So a lot of you people are have been asking me, like, what is silly season? Well, if you look at the Google definition, it's a noun, a period such as late summer when the mass media often focuses on trivial or frivolous matters for lack of major news stories, a period marked by frivolous, outlandish, or illogical activity or behavior. So in this case, silly season just means off-season, uh, basically news stories, stuff that doesn't really have enough proof or data to go along with it. But it's just a hypothetical situation. So when I'm saying silly season this year, that's what I mean. But overall, you know, we talked about the situation for the Capitals, and I think uh, I already have my answer for that. And I don't think the New Jersey Devils are going to realistically pursue uh, Ovechkin because I just don't think they have the ability to do so. So let's look at the Islanders and Penguins. Now the Islanders lead the Penguins three games to two. That game went into two OTs. I was on the edge of my seat. I'm like... 
Come on, Pittsburgh. I have you guys going to the next round. Now, let me, let me be clear. I'm glad that our former uh, Devils players like uh, Paul Mary, Zajac, and Schneider, I'm glad that they're on a team that is in the playoffs and, you know, legit has a chance to move on to the next round. But I had the Penguins going to the next round just due to uh, how the Islanders performed to finish the season. And then we got the Panthers and the Lightning. They're still staying afloat, barely. But I thought the Tampa Bay Lightning would do the gentleman sweep. And then, obviously, there's another matchup that we're going to talk about that's going to lead into my next subject. And then, how about the Minnesota Wild? Similar to the Florida Panthers, just staying afloat and making sure that uh, the Vegas Golden Knights didn't do a gentleman sweep on them. So that series is three games to two with the Wild coming out victorious by a score of four to two. And then, obviously, today at the time of this recording, the Maple Leafs will play the Canadians. I still have Toronto moving on to the next round. And then the Predators and Hurricanes, that game is tied 2-2. Two to two, And I kind of had the Hurricanes going pretty far in the playoffs. I won't tell you if I had them winning or not. I did. But anyway, uh, not looking too good for uh, Carolina right now. But anyway, let's talk about another series that's kind of interesting to talk about. Let's talk about the Edmonton Oilers and the Winnipeg Jets going to three OTs in which the Jets were able to win by a score of 4-3, to three, and they were able to sweep completely the Edmonton Oilers. Because there's a certain player who had a magical season this year, and we need to talk about where his mindset is, and has he played his final game with the Edmonton Oilers. Now, here's the thing. The Edmonton Oilers, they have all control, they have all the power over this respective player, because he signed to a lengthy deal, because we talked about Alex Ovechkin in the last episode, basically having all the power since he's an unrestricted free agent, since his lengthy, I believe, eight-year contract is now officially over. Well, this player signed his lengthy contract back in 2017, and it was an eight-year, $100 million deal. So who am I talking about? I am talking about Connor McDavid. So silly season has officially begun for teams like the New Jersey Devils because, you know, we could fantasize if we could get these respective players because you guys know I love doing these episodes. I've talked about them in the past with Pierre-Luc Dubois. I also talked about Jack Eichel. I talked about Sam Bennett. The possibility of the New Jersey Devils obtaining those players was realistic, by the way, because we could afford it. And, you know, under the circumstances of what the organization was at for those respective players, I believe, you know, we could have made a trade for either one of them. A lot of you weren't really on board with Pierre-Luc Dubois despite his style of play just due to his attitude. Jack Eichel didn't really seem too realistic. I don't think the Sabres would trade him to a rival opponent like the Devils, especially since we're essentially on the same boat. I still think the Sabres are worse, but, you know, we're kind of on the same boat in terms of uh, performance-wise and how disappointing we were this season. And then, obviously, for the Flames... A uh, little different story. But anyway, let's talk more about uh, Connor McDavid. Let's talk more about him as a player. What does he bring to the table? And could the New Jersey Devils obtain him in a trade? Now, I hate to break this to you guys. It is very, very extremely unlikely. And there's a few uh, reasons why. And overall, like I told you guys, the New Jersey Devils, we do have money to make you know certain trades. That's why I entertain the thought of us trading for Jack Eichel or Sam Bennett or Pierre-Luc Dubois because we had the cap space to uh, trade for those respective players and the package would have included like Nico Heizer and a few draft picks. Well, uh, Connor McDavid is going to be a hell of a lot different. Like, 
completely different. But at the same time, let's talk about what he brings to the table. Who would we need to give up? And I will give you guys my overall final verdict because there is only one player, and based on reports that I've been seeing, would hypothetically be on the table for that particular trade if the Devils were to conduct it with the Edmonton Oilers. However, I don't think the Edmonton Oilers are going to be answering the phone anytime soon for Connor McDavid. But like I told you guys, it's nice to entertain the facts. So like I told you, we'll talk about Connor McDavid. What does he bring to the table for a respective organization? And what the Devils will need to give up? And I'll give you guys my final verdict. But first and foremost, I want to give you guys the first live read this morning. And it comes from Lucy.co. So to begin, Lucy Nicotine is a company founded by Caltech scientists and former smokers looking for a better and clearer nicotine alternative. Finally, tobacco alternatives that don't suck. Research and developed for three years to be made for people, not patients. Lucy has created a nicotine gum with four milligrams of nicotine that comes in three flavors, wintergreen, cinnamon, and pomegranate. Lucy has also developed a lozenge with four milligrams of nicotine that comes in three flavors, cherry ice, citrus, and mint. Lucy lozenges and gums are FSA and HSA eligible, so you can use your FSA cards to purchase Lucy now, and it's convenient and discreet. Products can be enjoyed anywhere, on flights, at work, on the go, or even in the gym. It's 2021. Get rid of your cigarettes on Unplug your vape, throw out your dip, and get some Lucy nicotine gum or lozenges. This is a real deal. A subscription to Lucy comes directly to your door each month. It's so simple, and you don't have to leave your house because Lucy has delivery down. Locked on NHL Network listeners, go to lucy.co and use promo code Locked on NHL to get 20% off all products on your first order, including gum or lozenges. That's lucy.co and use promo code Locked on NHL at checkout. Also, I have to give this disclaimer. This product contains nicotine derived from tobacco. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. So, lucy.co and be sure to use that promo code LOCKEDONNHL. So, it's also time for the second live read this morning and it comes from rockauto.com. And I think we need to talk about, hmm, what do we need to talk about? We need to talk about chain stores. So, chain stores have a different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. Rockauto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. Rockauto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or login. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto part consumers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet, whether it's for your classic or daily driver. Get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Best of all, prices at RockAuto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. So go to RockAuto.com and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, RockAuto.com. So anyway, going on to Connor McDavid and what he's been able to do for the Edmonton Oilers. So we're talking about another player who was drafted first overall, has played his entire career so far with the Edmonton Oilers, obviously back in the 2015 NHL draft. So, uh, you know, he's still relatively young. He's 24 years of age. So in terms of age, he would fit really well with the New Jersey Devils. However, you know, there will be an asking price. We'll discuss that in a second. But first and foremost, I just want to discuss what he's been able to do at the NHL level. So he's been Rookie of the Month three times. He was all NHL rookie team. He's been invited to a few NHL All-Star games already. Art Ross Trophy winner, Hart Memorial Trophy winner, 
NHL all All Star team, and obviously he was the cover athlete for EA Sports NHL in 2018. So obviously Connor McDavid. What more can we say about him? And just let's just talk about the season he put up. So so as you guys know, the season was shortened due to COVID. We only played 56 games this season, so we're able to see a lot of players. You know, maybe not put up the same amount of numbers that they hypothetically would have put up in an 82 game season. So for Connor McDavid, I just want to give you guys some reference of what he was able to do and what he was able to accomplish this season because his career high in points is 108 and he did that in 2017 and 2018 in which he played 82 games, had 41 goals and 67 assists. Now, this season, he appeared in all 56 games for the Edmonton Oilers and he was able to put up 105 points. Guys, I don't know why this isn't getting talked about more. Just imagine if those stats were inflated. Just imagine if he was able to play the full 82 games or, you know, hypothetically speaking, the NHL was able to have all 82 games played this season. Like, would it be higher? Absolutely. 26 extra games to, to you know, pad his stats a little bit more. That, that's amazing, guys. And then, uh, obviously, that's his new second career best. And then his third career best uh, was actually the season before 2017 and 2018, 2016 and 2017 season, in which he had uh, 100 points even. And he appeared in all 82 games. He had 30 goals, 70 assists for a grand total of 100 points, guys. So, you know, the, the fact that he's able to do things like that at that high a level and that consistency just shows you how amazing he is. And now, also, there's something else I need to talk about. I was actually wrong about something. You want to know his career high, actually? I'm sorry, guys. I, I got the stats mixed up. So, 2018-2019, he actually had 116 points, and he appeared in 78 games. He had 41 goals and 75 assists. Guys, like, that's amazing. Just look at the consistency. And in 2019-2020, he didn't exactly crack 100 points, but obviously the year was shortened, so uh, it wasn't really his fault, but he would have cracked it. So let's just say hypothetically the season wasn't cut short. He plays like, I don't know, like five extra games, and he's able to, you know, just get his stats a little bit higher because, as you guys know, uh, the NHL went straight to the bubble playoffs. So uh, we'd be talking about him getting 100-plus points, the past five consistent seasons. That's amazing. That's unheard of, guys. Like, I, I, I don't know if he's on pace to, you know, uh, break some sort of points record, but uh, I, I think he's well on his way to, you know, once his career is over, because like you, you guys know, he's only 24 years of age. He's still really, really, really young. So if he's able to do this for a long period of time, I don't know, guys. We might be talking about potentially Connor McDavid creeping in on Wayne Gretzky. Uh, just, I'm, I'm just putting that out there, but obviously, I don't want to, you know, jump the gun on anything. But um, so obviously, Wayne Gretzky was able to get 215 points in one season, then 212 in another season, and 208 in another season. So you know, obviously, that that's a bit of a stretch, but you know, uh, it's still fun to entertain. It's still fun to talk about that kind of stuff. But anyway, I think we all know how amazing Connor McDavid is. Now, let's talk about why we're talking about him specifically during our silly season. So hypothetically speaking, 
could Connor McDavid demand for a trade or is he seeking a trade? Well, you know, I've been hearing a lot of reports that the Oilers, they're just not heading in the direction that they want to head in and they feel like maybe it's time to just try something over. However, I think it would be a huge mistake. If if I'm the Oilers GM, so first and foremost, before I speak facts, let me speak opinion. If I am the Oilers GM, I'm sitting up in the front office and I'm saying things aren't going the way we're uh, wanting it to go, then I'm not trading Connor McDavid under any stretch of the imagination. He's signed long-term. He's 24 years of age. He's been doing amazing things. Why do we need to trade him? Even if he doesn't want to be here, you still have time to convince him saying, look, we have something special because like I told you guys, he signed an eight-year, $100 million contract back in 2017. So he won't be an unrestricted free agent until after the 2025 and 2026 season. So you would realistically have five more uh, plus seasons to just uh, convince him to, to stay with Edmonton and just say, we have something special, just give us two more years and we can build the pieces around you in order to compete at a higher level because the thing with the Oilers and if you've seen it in the playoff series they just rely too heavily on their top guns and they just aren't really like you know one of the reasons why I favored the Capitals to beat the Bruins was because they have a deep roster for the um Oilers they just don't have that they like you can't just rely on your one-two punch to get you to the next round it doesn't work that way hockey is a team sport so when you don't have that supporting cast you're not going to go far so you know we've experienced this a little bit with Jack Hughes because Jack Hughes uh just at times he didn't really have that go-to guy to help him out because I told you guys like while we're on the topic of inflation if Jack Hughes had some help his numbers will be higher. Now, why am I talking about Jack Hughes? Well, you're going to see why, and you're probably not going to like the answer that I'm going to give you guys, but that's coming up a little later. So anyway, talking about uh, Connor McDavid's hypothetical contract. So we've been talking a lot about, like, is he going to demand a trade? Uh, The days are going by, and sort of like it's in the same situation as Jack Eichel is with the Buffalo Sabres. So if you guys hadn't checked out that episode, I basically talked about how Jack Eichel is dissatisfied with the Sabres organization, feels like there's no communication, no signs of hope. So uh, obviously that's another trade subject that's been going around. I've already covered an episode on how, hypothetically speaking, the New Jersey Devils could uh, get Jack Eichel. Very unlikely, but still, you know, it's the same situation. Eichel is also signed to an eight-year, but however, he signed to an $80 million deal. And he won't be a free agent until, similar to McDavid, after the 2025-2026 season. So Jack Eichel, even though he's uh, under contract for a few more years, I guess he just doesn't see any hope with the Buffalo Sabres. So he demanded for a trade, or I, I, I believe so. But anyway, you know, I haven't seen that topic around, or he's hinted towards it, like saying like he's not satisfied with the organization, there's no communication. So, you know, that's what we have to look at. Um, you know, is Connor McDavid going to publicly say he's not happy with the Oilers organization? However, you know, if I'm the Sabres GM, if I'm the Oilers GM, I just say, look, we're, we're a young team. And, and yeah, I get that you're not really happy with our organization, but you're still relatively young and you're under contract until after the 2025-2026 season. Hypothetically speaking, if you continue to do well, like, uh, you know, like I say, a season or two before you become unrestricted free agents, then guess what? You know, I'm, I'm not really in a rush to trade you. Now, here's another factor that I need to give you guys. Similar to Jack Eichel, and I talked about this in the episode, 
Uh, coming into the 2022 and 2023 season, for the next four seasons, Connor McDavid will actually have a no-movement clause take place, which means he cannot be sent down, he cannot be traded, he cannot be released without consent from the Oilers. So, if the Devils really wanted to realistically trade for Connor McDavid and get into that phone call discussion, they would have to do it within the next season because, like I told you guys, the season after this upcoming season, Connor McDavid has all the power. Like, it'll be uh, at his mercy, if you know what I mean. So, that's something else that we need to take into consideration because it's just like, oh no, like, you know, I, I, I really want Connor McDavid, but the fact that he's under contract for this amount of years and the fact that he signed to this lucrative deal and the fact that uh, he has a no movement clause can make things really, really, really difficult. So right now it's in the Oilers' hands, but, you know, uh, still it, it's power to both sides. So Connor McDavid just says, you can't trade me to the Devils unless I want to be traded to the Devils. So if I'm the Devils, I'm like, I better uh, build my organization really quickly, sign a few big pieces, trade for a few big pieces, get that diamond in the rough, develop Sharagovich, Kwokinen, which by the way, at the time of this recording, happy birthday to Yanni Kwokinen, uh, develop Jack Hughes quickly. I don't know what the case might be, but if I was the New Jersey Devils, I'd be like, either build your organization quicker or jump on it right away if Connor McDavid publicly says that he's not really satisfied with the Oilers organization and he's hinting towards a trade. So, you know, that's one thing that you need to look at. And for Connor McDavid, you know, obviously I've talked about his great seasons the past five years in which he's put up either at or close or over 100 points. So, you know, that that's one thing I need to talk about. And do I think he's going to break Wayne Gretzky's record? Uh, no, but, you know, it's just fun to entertain because they're both, both uh, you know, well-known Oilers players. So I'm just, just putting that out there and just wanted to, you know, tease you guys a little bit. But anyway... Um, so before we talk about what the Devils would potentially need to give up for Connor McDavid, let's do the third and final live read this morning, and it comes from betonline.ag. So BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, no pun intended, and you can track all the action at BetOnline. Get all the latest news, odds, and info on all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all of your UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the grading sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest informations. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as the NHL and the NBA are in full swing of their respective playoff runs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus when you use the promo code Locked On on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Remember to gamble responsibly and to also check out our friends at Locked On Bets as they give you guys all of their latest news, odds, and info on all your sporting needs as well. So obviously, trading for Connor McDavid, it will not be easy if the New Jersey Devils really wanted to do this realistically. So like I told you guys, when I was talking about the Jack Eichel situation, I talked about how uh, you know the Devils could potentially give up Nico Heizer and a few prospects for uh, Jack Eichel or Pierre-Luc Dubois. And overall, it, it would be kind of even in my opinion. But things would be very different because... The Devils just don't have that player that's like, you know, sort of what Connor McDavid is doing right now. Like, we don't see a lot of young players doing what Connor McDavid is doing. And I talked about that with Alexander Ovechkin when he was a rookie. You don't see rookies putting up those kind of stats anymore. So I'm not saying Connor McDavid is a rookie, but I'm just saying, like, you know, look at his uh, rookie season. 
in which he was able to contribute at a high level. We just didn't see that with Jack Hughes. So uh, Connor McDavid, he appeared in 45 games and he had 48 points. So you knew he was capable of doing something special. And then in his sophomore year campaign, he put up 100 points. Now, obviously, Jack Hughes wouldn't be given that same situation due to the fact that, um, you know, uh, we, we only played 56 games. But even if you gave Jack Hughes an 82-game stretch, he's not putting up 100 points. Just he's not there yet. And, you know, people develop slower than others. But, you know, that's just a point that I need to make. So, like, I talk about inflation. You guys think I'm crazy. So, 45 games played for Connor McDavid in his rookie year. He put up 16 goals, 32 assists for a grand total of 48 points. And then in the very next year, 82 games played, he puts up 100 points, has 30 goals, and 70 assists. Like, seriously, guys. Like, I I, I, I don't know uh, what, what, you, what more I need to say because he led the league in assists not once but twice uh, back in 2016 and 2017. And 2020 and 2021 season, so just this past year, he led the league in assists. And he's led the league in points the past um, uh, year, like obviously this past season. And then obviously he's led it uh, in back-to-back seasons from 2016 to 2018. So obviously it's going to be a hefty price to pay. And the Devils would have to give up a lot of draft picks. So the thing about this is like we have to talk about Jack Hughes's contract situation for the New Jersey Devils. So obviously um, uh, for Jack Hughes, he's not getting paid as much as Connor McDavid. But, you know, like I told you guys, uh, Jack Hughes, he's in his three-year entry-level deal. So uh, he's not like, you know, I, I don't know what more I can say about that. I think you guys get it. So obviously he's only signed to a three-year 11 uh, point three million dollar uh, deal with the New Jersey Devils. Signing date was July twelfth, two thousand nineteen. Um, could we afford to trade uh, for Connor McDavid? Uh, no, we, we we couldn't realistically. I know I said we've had money, but we don't have that kind of money. And uh, honestly, we would have to give up too much. So the Oilers are going to ask for both of the Devils' first round draft picks this season. And that's a heavy price to pay if you're a team like the New Jersey Devils. So I'm talking about, uh, this was courtesy of Pucks and Pitchforks. I looked on their website to see what the hypothetical trade situation would be. So we would have to trade Jack Hughes, the 2021 uh, draft picks, both of them, 2022 first round draft pick as well, and then Grammy Clark. Is that worth it? I I guess so, because like I told you guys, uh, Connor McDavid has led the league in assists uh, twice. He's led the league in points three times, and he's only 24 years of age. It would be worth it, but I don't think that's a long-term solution. You can really screw yourself. So if the Devils were like a borderline playoff team or a playoff team and just needed to get over the hump, maybe you pull the trigger on a trade like that, but not with what we're at right now. We can really screw our future, and, and it's really important. Draft picks are really important. I can't reiterate that enough. So would I love to see Connor McDavid on our roster? Yes, but will it do more harm than good? I personally think so, quite honestly, because yes, we would have him under contract for a few more years, but then what if we're not producing correctly and we need to get rid of him? Remember, he has a uh, no movement clause taking place, not this season, but the season after. So it's just like that would make things a lot harder for the New Jersey Devils. Because like, what if we get this good trade package from, say, uh, let's see, the Los Angeles Kings. And he's like, I don't want to go to LA. I want to go to the Bruins. And we don't want to make the Bruins better, do we? Like, you know, he, he says, I want to go to the Bruins because I feel like I can fit into their organization. And uh, yeah, I want to go there. But 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 uh, Connor, we, 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 we won't get a good package. I don't care. It's my decision. That's what I fear. 
that's what I fear because it will do more harm than good for us. But uh, you know, overall, like you guys, I talked about how Nico Keyser and a few draft picks would be. Uh, or draft prospects would be the ideal situation for someone like Jack Eichel or um, someone like Pierre-Luc Dubois, hypothetically speaking. But in this case, if we cannot include Jack Hughes, we're, we're, we're not even going to get far in the phone call. I, if I was the Oilers GM and, that, and they said, okay, I want Jack Hughes, and, and they were like, oh, yeah, Jack Hughes is untouchable, I'm hanging up the phone. Quite honestly, because it's just like, you're wasting my time. I'm not going to. I want a promising young player with development to replace Connor McDavid. I don't care if he wants to get out there ASAP. For right now, I have the cards in my favor because his no movement clause won't take place for another year. So it's like, I need to move him quickly. And if you're not willing to move with me, then I'm out. I'm hanging up on you. I'm blocking your number. I don't even want to talk to you. So that's the problem I'm seeing right now if we were to hypothetically go for someone like Connor McDavid because, guys, it's really fun to think about these silly season things, but overall, I just don't think it will work out because, like I told you guys, here is the hypothetical scenario once again. Devils get Connor McDavid. We have to give up Jack Hughes, both our uh, first-round picks from this year and the 2022 first-round pick, and then Grammy Clark. And Grammy Clark has been having a pretty good season with Binghamton right now. So, I, I, I don't know, guys. I, I, I would, would it be uh, great to have McDavid onto our organization? Will he sell tickets? Will he sell jerseys? Will he make us much better? Absolutely. 100%. But I just don't think it's worth it. So, uh, Clark's numbers right now uh, for the Binghamton Devils this past season, he appeared in 31 games, had 8 goals, 10 assists for a grand total of 18 points. So, you know, I think Clark will, you know, be a good winger in the NHL, and he might get a chance with the New Jersey Devils next season, and he's a gifted puck handler, uh, blending skill with creativity, uh, and he's an offensive weapon, but I don't even think that's enough for the Oilers. I'm just saying, for a -a once-in-a-generation type talent, that is Connor McDavid. So, um, yeah, Uh, if I had to rate uh, our chances of getting Connor McDavid in a trade and not via free agency... I'd say we have a better shot at getting Ovechkin, if I'm being completely honest with you. And you guys knew how passionate I was about, hypothetically speaking, us getting Ovechkin. It won't work out. So that's my overall opinion. If we had to, if, if you had to tell me, like, um, who, who do we have a better chance of getting? Connor McDavid in a trade or Alex Ovechkin in free agency? I'm saying go get Ovechkin in free agency. Obviously, it won't happen, but I'm just saying if you had to, like, just say, hey, Trey, I have to shoot my shot with someone. Who should I take? Should I take this person or should I take this person? I'm like, go to that person because you might actually have a shot, whereas you're going to have to do a lot of chores to, you know, uh, have that person. So I'm just saying that that is not the best scenario, but, you know, that that's just what I'm talking about. So anyway, let me know what you guys think on Lockdown Devils. I'm curious to see what you uh, guys have to say about this because you guys had a lot to say about my overall take for Alexander Ovechkin because I put out a poll on Twitter uh, yesterday in terms of the likelihood we could get him. So the choices I put, and they're pretty funny, I said possibly yes, no, hell no, and what am I smoking? 11% of you said possibly yes. 11% of you said no. 17% of you said hell no. And the other 61% said, what am I smoking? I don't smoke. So, you know, I'm just saying like, uh, but, you know, if I was uh, trying to do something, I would use Lucy.co. But anyway, um, yeah, that's overall my take on Connor McDavid and his likelihood of coming to the New Jersey Devils, which is no one wants to come to the New Jersey Devils under 
those certain circumstances. I'm just saying. So anyway, let me know what you guys think on Twitter. So I'll put up another poll and I, I'm curious to see what your guys' opinions are. So continue to stay safe and have a wonderful day, New Jersey. I will catch you guys in the next episode. Go Devils. And, you know, here's to hoping we can get Connor McDavid. Don't get your hopes up. It's not going to happen. I will see you guys tomorrow.